Hello and welcome to the Good Girl Unleashed podcast. My name is Monique and I am your host. This sacred space is here to share with you tools, tips, insights, wisdom, practices and more to support you on your journey to living authentically and unapologetically you. Let's dive into today's episode. I often see anger showing up in one of two ways. We tend to be either quite explosive, reactive, and comes in these bursts where we're lashing out and we're blaming and we're pointing the finger um, and we get really resentful and it's, it's someone else's fault that they're making us feel this way. And it can be all-consuming where it just comes out of nowhere and we feel like we can't control it and then when it starts to ease we go into shame cycles and feel really guilty about how we've acted and there can be this feeling of now we've got to fix this we've got to apologize and we feel really wrong and it just is really really painful the other way is that we chronically suppress it and we hold it down we push it down we don't allow ourselves to feel it acknowledge it or express it at all we almost feel like I'm just not an angry person sometimes we're like maybe it's there I don't really know I just don't feel angry or sometimes we do know it's there but we don't know how to actually express it or tap into it we don't feel safe to feel it and this comes from a lot of <laughs> a lifetime of conditioning and what we learned growing up a lot of this can be learned in that first zero to seven years when we're these beautiful sponges which I've mentioned previously and we're taking in those around us and seeing how they respond to anger, how they express anger, what triggers them and how they navigate those triggers. Did you have parents that suppressed it and pushed it all down and didn't really express themselves at all? Did you have parents that got really really angry? And again we respond very differently to our circumstances. There can be one person that had a really angry parent and then actually copied them um, and became really angry themselves and now acts in very similar ways. There can be the other way where you had an angry parent and because of that it caused so much suffering to the family and so much pain that you've gone into the complete opposition of that and I'm not going to feel angry, I'm not going to be angry because I don't want to hurt the people I love. But in doing that, you can become chronically suppressed and when you suppress one emotion, you suppress a, a lot, if not all of, all of the different emotions and there may be some emotions you find easier to feel and others you feel harder, but it's hard to, if not impossible, to have your full expression if you're suppressing an emotion a lot of your energy will go to suppressing that emotion and you may find that you are feeling depressed, um, drained or exhausted. You don't have a lot of energy because all your energy is going to holding this emotion in your body and it takes energy to hold it. It takes some energy to move these things but when you do move them, when you release them, you liberate that energy and you can use that energy in more empowering, productive, efficient ways where you can really open yourself to having the most amazing aligned life. But the thing with anger is it is often perceived as wrong or bad. And if I express my anger 
I'm wrong, I'm bad, there's something wrong with me. Or we can be quite explosive and quite an angry person and we can just accept, well, I'm just an angry person, it's just who I am. Because we don't want to acknowledge the deeper feelings of maybe there's shame there, maybe there's deep hurt there and we don't want to go into it because it's too painful and so we just accept that we're angry people rather than actually going deeper and unraveling that of what's really here what's here for me what am i avoiding feeling by being angry for me on my journey frustration and anger was a go-to for me that i could kind of point the finger or blame and i would try and hold the the explosive expression in until it got to the point where my bottle got so full I, I, I like to think of it like filling a bottle with water and eventually the bottle is full and you can't fill it anymore and it explodes out and that's what would happen for me is I would suppress it hold it in but internally like I was internalizing that emotion and I was still in quite an angry state resentful state blaming the finger quite explosive in my inner world into the point where my inner world got so overloaded that I had to express it and it came out explosively usually at the wrong time at the wrong person and it left me feeling really shameful um, it was often paired with when I would drink alcohol and I didn't have the ability to hold myself together anymore and it would just explode out um, and it left me feeling really shameful and wanting to hide away. And I would usually just never speak to that person again that I um, exploded at just to hide away from the shame that I felt. And so it's tuning in for you of what is anger for you? How do you respond when you feel that anger in your body? When you feel it coming up, do you put it away? Do you push it down? Do you acknowledge it at all? Do you maybe feel like I'm just not an angry person? I just don't feel that emotion. Well, we all have anger within us. So if you if you don't think that you ever feel angry, then there's probably quite a bit that's suppressed and held within the body. And it can manifest in very different ways as depression or disease or um, injury. Different things um, that show up can show up in your relationships. Maybe you attract people into your life or situations into your life where you're around angry people and you're like, why am I attracting these angry people into my life? And it may be the fact that they're trying to poke you in the right place to bring that emotion up so that you can heal it, release it, express it and come into your personal power. Because anger is closely linked to your personal power. It doesn't have to be this scary, terrible, explosive thing that we take out onto people or it doesn't have to be something that hurts people. It can actually be really empowering, really healthy, really productive to channel your anger in a healthy way. Everyone is going to have their own unique way of expressing anger, of being with anger, of what it looks like for you if you were to lean into it and really express it. Is it screaming into a pillow? Is it going for a run or stomping or dancing or getting really primal and using your voice and toning or groaning or roaring what does it look like for you do you need to go for a drive and just be in your car and just scream or um, use different words or is it through your voice that it needs to come through is it through your body is it through your touch what do you need for you 
a lot of the time it's a combination of moving your body, making sound, um, having emotion. You may find that you start to cry and then you start to laugh and it's just this explosive, powerful energy that supports you in expressing and healing. It is also a powerful message letting you know that something in your reality is out of alignment. If you're getting triggered or you're getting angry at a person, a situation, something in your life, maybe at yourself, there's something that's out of alignment. So coming into a space where you can tune into that of what is anger teaching me? What is anger revealing to me? What is here for me to receive? Is there a boundary that has not been set has not been expressed. Often we get angry at people because they've crossed a boundary, but we didn't even let them know what that boundary was. So we're setting that person up for failure and we're getting angry at them like they should have known. Like it's just, it's common sense, it's obvious. Well, maybe it's not obvious to them. It's obvious to you. But that's you, that's your experience. That's what you believe to be acceptable and not acceptable. Whereas that other person that is acting in an unacceptable way, maybe in their world, that is an acceptable behavior. Or maybe they're just so unaware because they're being driven by trauma or wounds or beliefs that make them think it's okay or really prevent them from thinking or having that awareness at all. Can we have compassion for the journey that another is on? Have compassion for your own journey and receive the message of what is this anger revealing to you? Is there a boundary that you need to set? Is there a conversation that you need to have? Is there a relationship that it's time to end that relationship? Are you in a job or a career that is not in alignment? And so you're getting angry at everyone at work because you don't really want to be there. And by avoiding the discomfort of leaving a job that is now your known, it's now your comfort of this is what I've done for so long like what else would I do and it can come with a lot of uncertainty and fear of will I be able to take care of myself is it okay for me to leave this job and go after something that really feels like it lights me up what if it doesn't work and so we stay in the job because it's more comfortable to stay in something that's uncomfortable because we know what to expect than to actually put ourselves out there into the unknown and we have no idea how it's going to go and that fear and that anxiety that that creates, it feels safer to stay in the job that you hate. So it's asking, is this anger coming up because I'm not listening to my inner guidance? I'm not listening to where I'm being called to move to, whether it's ending a relationship, whether it's going after a relationship, whether it's um, having a difficult conversation with a family member or a friend, whether it's having a difficult conversation with your boss or beginning a new career or starting your own business setting a boundary of I'm no longer going to accept you leaving your dirty clothes on the floor if it's maybe an intimate relationship or maybe you're sharing a home and you've got flatmates and they don't do their dishes and they leave them there and it's creating a lot of anger and um, discomfort in the home environment can you have that conversation See where it leads you coming from your heart coming with compassion we're not using our anger to go and point fingers to criticize to blame to judge we're using it to give us the message of what's going on for us 
give us the guidance of what do I need to support myself through this? What change do I need to make? What conversation do I need to have? Maybe it's a conversation with yourself. I'm no longer going to accept this self-criticism. I'm no longer going to buy into the story that I'm not good enough. I'm not buying it anymore. We set that boundary. So this is an invitation for you to carve out some time, find some space for you to be with your emotions, whether it's anger or another emotion. This is relevant for any emotion that's coming up for you. What is this emotion? What is this anger revealing to me, sharing with me? Allow anger to be your teacher, to be your guide. When you hold space for yourself, when you hold space for your anger, you can channel your anger in healthy ways. It can serve you greatly in becoming your most authentic, aligned self. It's when you suppress, avoid or resist your anger or other emotion that you give your power away to that emotion. You actually attract more of it. You have this internal battle where you're trying to push it away and stop it and fix it and get rid of it, that it actually just keeps knocking at your door. What you resist persists. But when you learn to lean into it, express it in a healthy way, and maybe you're not sure what a healthy way is, come into that space, come into stillness, into silence and ask yourself, what does healthy anger look like, feel like for me? Allow yourself to become curious and explore. Try something. Punch a pillow, scream into a pillow, go for a drive, go for a run. Scream, roar. Journal, do some expressive journaling. I know when I am feeling really angry and I go to my journal, it's like just this unreadable scribble and I'm just writing so fast and my hand is so tense and it's just purging out of me and I feel so much better after. It's interesting that when you're in a different emotional state, your writing, when you're journaling, it will look differently. You write differently when you're in different emotional states. You speak differently, like the words that you use. It's becoming curious about that. And just allow this to be an exploration. There's no right, no wrong here. And if we, and with healthy anger, it's what I want to share. It's not about going to the person that you believe has caused your anger and pointing the finger, being aggressive, yelling at them, blaming them. You definitely don't want to be getting violent. That's not a healthy anger. And we don't want to be that with ourselves. We don't want to be putting ourselves down, judging ourselves, being self-critical or self-harming. That's not healthy anger either. Healthy anger is just allowing yourself the permission to be angry, to feel angry. To use your voice, to move your body. Roar, get into that primal state. Anger reminds you of how truly powerful you are. 
but there can be a bit of confusion with this kind of fear if I allow myself to go into my power, if I embrace my power, if I embrace my anger, I might hurt someone. But authentic personal power, authentic anger, it's not capable of hurting another. Authentic personal power is what allows you to take self-responsibility for your experience, for your emotion, and decide what actions you want to take, decide how you want to respond. Choose what next step to take. When you're in your power, you've got clarity. When you're consumed by your emotions, and maybe you're, you know of someone, or maybe you experience that explosive anger where you lash out or you start yelling and you're pointing the finger or, or hurting another, whether that's uh, maybe through your words or whatever it is for you, that's when it's taken over and you're giving your power away to a trauma, to a wound, to a belief, to a pattern, to an emotion. Your personal power is taking that power back, shining your light of awareness of what is this experience, what is this emotion revealing to me, what do I need to support myself through this, how can I express this in a healthy way where it doesn't hurt myself or another. This is an exploration, so I invite you to take the time and space to contemplate what has been shared here, to journal what's come up for you, to become aware of your relationship with anger, because when you become aware of your relationship with anger, that's where you begin to take your power back, where you can choose, of if you're chronically suppressing it, you can choose to start expressing a little bit and a little bit more and a little bit more. You don't have to go from never feeling anger to all of a sudden screaming and exploding. You can take it one step at a time. If you find that you are an explosive person, it's becoming aware of what causes you to explode, what's the triggers. And rather than going into shaming yourself when you do explode, having more compassion, ask yourself, what do I need to support myself through this? And one step at a time, you can start to ease those triggers and find a healthy outlet of expressing that emotion, emptying the tank, clearing that space. Because when there's that much stored in the body, trauma, wounds, beliefs, it's very easy to get triggered and you'll, you get that short fuse. Your window of tolerance is really narrow. But by finding a healthy outlet, having more compassion for yourself, emptying the tank, You heal those wounds, you create the space and you become less triggered or controlled by your emotion, controlled by your external reality. I have an accompanying blog post with this as well called Anger is a Powerful Teacher and I'm going to link it below. It's going to take this a little bit deeper and give some other points around how anger can really be 
that wise, powerful companion in life, that guide to support you in living your most authentic life, to opening up to synchronicities and having the most magnificent experience here on earth. So I invite you to check out that blog post. And I thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to the Good Girl Unleashed podcast. If you're loving this content, I invite you to subscribe to be notified of upcoming episodes. And I invite you to share in the comments below what resonated for you. Each month we have a Q&A session. Submit any questions you have to me by email at info at So much love to you, beautiful human. See you next time.